Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower, and I wanted to bring another podcast episode to you from Marketing Motivations. And today, we're going to cover a couple of days, because yesterday I was just, um, I wasn't here. I was out and about on appointments, trying to make things happen, trying to make life better for people. (laughs) And sometimes making life better for people is just getting out of their way and not trying to help, so to speak. That's why I say I try to bring out the best in people. Because you can help people, yeah, everybody wants to help people, but some people don't want to be helped. And if that's the case, you know, it it can be very uh, frustrating and very, um, you know, despairing, I would say, trying to help people that do not want to be helped. So that's why I try to bring out the best in people. And those that are interested will see the best coming out of them. And it can be in a number of different ways. You know what I mean? It might be from a a relationship standpoint that they um, bring out the best in themselves and realize that, geez, you know, maybe I should think about things a little different than I had been. You know, when we live life from our single perspective, that can be very dicey. When you figuratively slip yourselves into someone else's uh, footwear, you have a different, a different perspective, and you may be able to uh, further help them knowing what they're going through. So that's just my, you know, piece of advice for all of you. Hopefully that resonates. So let's get to it. A piece of advice that I will never forget is if you allow circumstances to dictate your emotions you eventually will be broke and unhappy. You know, and some of you may say, well, I'm I'm broke and happy now. Well, that's because you're allowing circumstances of life to dictate how you're feeling. God forbid my wife died yesterday. And I say yesterday because that's impossible for her to die yesterday because she didn't. Anyway, if that were to be the case, yes, there's going to be some grieving. Yes, there's going to be some angst, some frustration, some anger perhaps. But ultimately, it's then my choice to decide how I am going to let this circumstance affect me? Or shall I say, will I then 
dictate how I'm going to affect the circumstance. Just throwing that out there as well. And the goal of skepticism is belief, either for or against. You know, so you got a salesman that calls you up on the phone or whatever and wants to sell you some greatest, latest product. Well, it's, it's not uncommon to, to, to share some skepticism about that. But you're either going to believe it or not believe it. So in other words, the goal was, was satisfied. They got you to where you wanted to go. You, you are in now belief, but are you in favor or not in favor? You know what I'm saying? Hopefully that makes sense for you. But that's the goal when you're skeptic is, is to, to become a believer one way or the other. St. Augustine, a very, um, you know, I, I guess charismatic and very, uh, I, I can't find the word that I'm looking for, but he was an extreme dy dynamic individual um, prior to his conversion to Catholicism and, well, it's not so much Catholicism, it was Christianity back then, but nonetheless, he, um, he lived a very interesting life, and he was down several different avenues, different religions, different sects, different things to look at and ponder. And he eventually got to the point where he said, you know what, Lord, make me a saint or make me chase but not quite yet. Still wanted to have some fun. And, and that's kind of who I modeled my high school, college career after was St. Augustine. But it should have been the St. Augustine, not the Augustine prior to becoming a saint, you know. Uh, but he found uh, the Lord in a, in a powerful way and was able to convey it to the common folk, and I'm thinking this was, I should know this, but the 300s AD, you know, in, in that in that realm. So, St. Augustine said, to have God, excuse me, to love God, and then do what you want. Now, be careful how you interpret that. If you have love for God, doing what you want is generally not going to be sinful, immoral, tasteless behavior. Do you follow me? But don't get so wrapped up in, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, this, this. Love God and do what you want. Darren Hardy, the title was the, the Key to Real Financial Freedom in his Darren Daly episode yesterday. 
and an and economic theory that eliminates financial bondage. So what exactly is this all about? So Darren basically says, you know, it's great to be ambitious, but when you get too over-ambitious, it can go awry. And Darren basically says, well, where does ambitious am, ambition go from, you know, an ally to an enemy? You know, and having more, having a lot more, is where it can become problematic. And what I'm getting at is when you keep reaching for the sky and you keep reaching for the sky and it's it's not enough, you want more, it's not enough, you want more, that's fine until it's not fine. And you have to check in with yourself throughout the journey to say, how much is enough or what do I truly want? So we have to be cautious there because a lot of people hit the, the, you know, the brick wall and you saw they have a burnout at work and this, that, and the other thing because they're not checking in. They're not going into the pit stop, getting the tires changed, windshield washed, checking the levels. You know, and it's good to, to do that. And I say this as I look in the mirror, just, just so you're all clear on that. Uh, the happiest people match their life to what suits them. You know, and the smartest people in life know what not to go after. You know, and, and you can kind of play that out in your head. Okay, let's go down this road. If I take this job offer from a new company, money is two times more than where I am currently now. The travel is three times more. Uh, the responsibility is X times more. You know, and we need to really balance those things and that new job might be a great opportunity don't get me wrong i'm not saying don't do it what i'm saying is check in with yourself and know that's that's the cautionary tale if you will you know value decreases as you get more you know i think darren made the example to shoes you know what I mean? Having 30 pairs of shoes or whatever, you know, it diminishes. Oh, yes, they're different design, different, you know, different type of shoe. Or, but it's not, it's not the same as perhaps maybe someone in Haiti looking to get their first pair of shoes. So basically anything you get more of, the value decreases. It's just, it's just the way it is. You know, think about it. And... The more you have, the less valuable it becomes. So the three things you folks need to 
think about truly time, freedom, lifestyle. You know, there's, there's a rub with it all. You know, the more money we get, depending on the way we have ourselves structured, uh, the less time we have available. So it was, it was a nice, um, a nice little episode uh, there, and I and I hope you enjoyed my my brief summary. The insight of the day yesterday was my interest is in the future because I am going to be spending the rest of my life there. And that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? That was Charles Kittering, 1876 until 1958. So he was an inventor and an engineer. Uh, And then finally for yesterday, the uh, motivate us um, message was life is an echo. What you send out comes back. What you sow, you reap. What you give, you get. What you see in others exists in you. And that was from the late, great Zig Ziglar. And uh, today's message, I, um, I came up with this relatively quick, you know, a squirrel, a bunny, and a deer. I saw all three of them up close in the past three days. I don't know if it was consecutive days, but it was pretty quick. And with the, you know, sophistication and technology, you can make, um, you know, an animal way out in the distance look relatively close up. But it was neat to see this deer kind of running through um, not so much the woods because it was in the back of a pond and there was a lot of open area. So I snapped a photo and I did that with a squirrel that was not bothered by us in the least. We had to be 10 feet from the squirrel, maybe 15 feet. And he was just eating on a, on a nut, hanging out. And then a bunny, same thing. You know what I mean? They said, this dog is no way going to catch us. And I'm not threatened by this human guy with a camera. So I was more excited about the deer. And partly because it's a bigger creature and I see it far less than the other two. So I was more um, enamored by it. And then it dawned on me, you know, a lot of people get this way with celebrities athletes, entertainers, actors. Oh my goodness, look at so-and-so. I got to go meet so-and-so. And then I thought about it from my perspective, and I said, oh, geez, what I would do, you know, to meet the Pope. I think that would be a wonderful thing, just the fact to, to be able to meet the Pope. I really wanted to meet John Paul II. Hopefully I still have an opportunity at some point if I play my cards right. Uh, I'll make it to heaven since he's there. Uh, 
But Pope Francis, uh, that's currently the Pope now, I would love to meet him. And I would be enamored, as I'm sure many other people would. But how about Jesus Christ, our, our Lord and Savior, that I receive in my mouth, esophagus and stomach every day? Because it's a different matter, it's a different substance, I'm not as captivated. My subconscious mind or my conscious mind wants to tell me that it's a wafer. That's not the real presence. So that was my soliloquy, <laughs> I mean early this morning. Uh, the degree to which a person can grow is directly proportional to the amount of truth they can accept about themselves without running away. And that was from another late great Leland Valdandewall. And he was truly amazing. Darren Daly today, the title is How to Get What You Want. Seems pretty easy, right? You know, get your leader wrapped around your finger. Leader being maybe your parents, if young children will listen to this. Uh, perhaps a spouse, a teacher a boss, a manager, supervisor, you know, an authority figure. You know, we tend to think how everything affects us, but not so much how it affects someone else. I'm talking about the majority of us. How is it going to affect us? You know, we... We also ask, what can I do for them as opposed to what can they do for me? You know, the what can they do for me or what have they done for me? It's not the, the right perspective to come from as opposed to, let's see what we can do for them and ask them. You know, share some apathy for your leaders, so to speak. You know, help lighten the load of the leader. And believe me, you will be better off, if not just for the sake of doing it, but when it comes time for job promotions, intimacy, uh, affection, love, you know, that will definitely be right up there. And this is pretty clear cut. If you stop worrying about things, truly stop. Nothing you can do about worrying. Take action on something. You know, my, my mother-in-law was, was complaining about her, her knee and I tended to her, 
instead of worrying about it, I went and got her some Advil, I think, or Tylenol, one of, the, one of the two. You know, do something about it if you can. You know, if, if you can't uh, control something, which sometimes you can't, like a mother nature, then just stop worrying. And by doing that, if you really stop, you will find happiness. You will. I guarantee you. Once I figured out how to, to, how to do this, uh, it's worked wonders. Now, does worry still come into my, my heart? Unfortunately, yes, it does. But I'm able to be aware of it and dismiss it with a different thought. And if that doesn't work, then I work on taking care of it. And if it's something that's out of my control, I displace it altogether. I replace it with something else that I can control or something else that's pleasant and happy. Because there's nothing else you can do. Worrying does nothing, as you well know. And Brian Schutz today says, Believe yourself what you tell others on how to be better. And I need to pick that mirror up again and look in that mirror and say, believe yourself what you tell others. You know, and that's the honest to goodness truth. And lastly, Track your small wins to motivate big accomplishments. It's as simple as that. And that's it for today, folks. That's the, that's the segue. Be well, stay well. We'll check in with you soon.